You're listening to Irish Radio Canada at home and abroad and we are chatting with some of the directors that are screening at the Toronto Irish Film Festival which runs the first weekend in March and one of the short movies is called Almost Home and Emmett O'Brien is the writer and director and he's from Cork City and it is screening at 2pm as part of the Irish Shorts programme on Sunday March 3rd Emmett is over in Cork with Stephen Brookhausen and one of the things that Emmett has done previously which a lot of people over here would be very familiar with is uh, his uh, work in writing and producing the video for Take Me to Church for Hosier. Emmett and Stephen thanks a million for coming along for a chat. Thanks for having us. After letting people know that you were involved in Take Me to Church, there's no point in asking how did you get involved or what are you doing in short, mo- uh, short films because you obviously have been recognised and worked with uh, the best. So let's talk about Almost Home. You have a premiere on March 3rd in Toronto. Um, yeah, Almost Home is it's my latest uh, short film. It's my ninth short and it's, um, it's my first very serious drama. I, I usually do comedies and uh, in my music videos, obviously, they're going to be heavy themes as well. But this is my first very straight um, drama. And it's also my first monologue. I wanted to kind of see if I could write something in that form. And um, it has a very small cast. It's actually, I was just saying to Steve, it actually has the smallest crew we've ever worked <laughs> yeah. with on any of the films that we've done. Well, three-man three crew and... Uh, and three-woman cast. Three-woman cast, yeah. uh, I, I make a brief cameo uh, <laughs> at Blurry Elder Focus. But um, our, our main cast are... Um, Shannon Hurley, who's uh, the main character, Lisa, Judy Donovan, who plays her mother, and Jessica Healy, who plays the kind of wayward daughter uh, of the piece. And the film, it's, it's loosely based on, um, it's completely fictional, but the germ of the idea came from something in my own life. Um, my father, who, uh, who actually passed away last year, so I, I wanted to make the film as a tribute to him, uh, he would always insist that uh, when I was out, I would text in, I would text back home to, you know, and this was when I was getting older and older, and I was kind of rebelling against it, because I was like, I'm in my 20s, leave me alone. So uh, this film talks about someone who has to constantly text in home. So the, the, that's where it came from. It came from something out of life, but I obviously spun it into a fictional context. So in a way, it's a mirror image of, are we there yet? Basically, yes. And like, what's funny about it as well is that, um, you know, you, you, who knows where a night out would take you, and to be constantly checking in, it's, it's a little silly. Yeah, my, my dad used to be very adamant about it. Um, I think he would have he would have liked the film, though. There's a, there's a dedication to him at the end, and I just sort of knew it was the film I had to make next in my uh, in my career. So I have a, a question then for you, Emmett. Do you think, was your father in any way trying to live vicariously through your experiences? Um, perhaps, um, <laughs> with a little bit of judgment on top of that. Um, I, used to, I used to DJ as well, and uh, he would always be fascinated by the idea that uh, that was like a job. <laughs> but uh, I DJed for a few years, so he was very he was supportive of the, um, of the film work, but I don't know if he quite understood it as, a, as its own career path. He thought it was sort of a hobby. But uh, I, I'm obviously making a go of it full so time. I don't think he kind of got that. No. And yeah. he was always brutally honest. Yeah, he, he wouldn't hold back. He once said, um, <laughs> I made a, a comedy film called Sleepover. It was a seven-minute kind of romantic comedy. And we had a very successful screening of it at an arts festival here. Mm-hmm. And my dad came out and we were like, what do you think? And he said, and I quote, it didn't probe the human condition enough. So oh. he was very, he had high standards. Um, but, yeah. So I think he would have appreciated going more into drama, actually. Yeah. 
But I like that it's, it's, a, it's a tribute to him. And Stephen, what's your role in all this? Um, I was the producer of this. Right. Philip, so, um, the best producer, producer <laughs> in town. I don't know about that. But, um, yeah, it was basically we had to try and get everything together. There's a few um, tricky shots in the film. Um, so, again, when it's a three-man crew, you're kind of putting on many, many hats. So we were doing uh, Phil, who filmed everything. So working with Phil to kind of do the lighting and trying to get the location sorted and trying to get everyone on set on time. And um, we needed an ambulance for it. Yeah, the, the, which is not the easiest thing in the world to just get. There's, there's a set piece that kind of uh, has an ambulance in it, and that was sort of a big, it was a big ask, but we managed to get it, and it so, worked. So those kind of things, to try and source those. Um, actually, that's the thing for people like who obviously haven't seen it. It's, it's a monologue, but it's all set within, it's like a, a girl under a sheet telling you the story. So it's quite stylized, so it was definitely important for the crew to get, like, everything looking just right because you're sort of you're in a house you don't really leave that house yeah so it was very important to like stylistically get it right right so it was a nice lighting challenge really to try and get that right and that it would it wouldn't be over it wouldn't look too bright for a girl that's basically just under under covers kind of talking we currently on skype look very bright we look extremely bright on uh, but also actually uh, funnily enough um it's ironic talking about this over skype because uh, shannon the, the lead actress, the first time she ran through the script with me was over Skype because she was actually in Dublin at the time. And she, it's a very emotional script, and she made me feel the emotion over uh, like a stuttering Skype, like a, you know, a juddering kind of Skype call. And that was when I was completely confident that like I found the right actress. If she could still make it work in the context of Skype, she could definitely make it work on set. And she did a great job because it is, it is like as a monologue, it's, it's quite tough to keep, keep going. She did a wonderful, wonderful job with it. Yeah. So very, like, I, I love working with her. How long is the movie? It's, it's nine minutes. A poet tries to achieve so much in so little, and the same for a short movie. You have to try to achieve so much in so little, and uh, you have to achieve the atmosphere, you have to convey the message. There's so much hanging in there. Oh, yeah. Actually, short films, I always think, are like an interesting medium for that. And that like, I love shorts, but you obviously you have such a limited amount of time you have to, like, get straight to it, to the cut to the chase, as it were. You have to make sure that the, the theme is, is very strong to support that. You don't have time to... You don't have, like, extra scenes to sort of establish stuff. So so even in monologue as well, I wanted to make sure the information was conveyed, but not in an overly obvious way. Yeah. You have to sort of balance it. That's it. That's it. So it's, 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 it's kind of, like you said, like poetry, or even a short story where you don't have room to go into unnecessary... You, you sort of you imply more than you explain, like a poem, I guess. Emmett, what attracted you to the movie business? Uh, like, considering your father wanted you to get a real job. <laughs> He'd love this interview. <laughs> uh, no, uh, basically, I, I've always been writing since I was, like, seven. Um, I always tell, actually, there's a story I have where when I was seven years old, I thought that a poetic license was an actual license you could get, like a driver's license. So I asked my mother, I really wanted one. And uh, my mother actually made me one. She laminated a card for me. So that was the first time I wrote a poem, actually, and then I just started writing. And I love, like, I've always loved films, like, one of the earliest memories I have is going to see uh, Back to the Future in the cinema, like, uh, Back to the Future 3 in the cinema. And um, I just I just love film, and uh, I love the possibilities of it. I used to be a film critic as well for a radio station here, and... Um, I just I really love the possibilities, the visual possibilities of it. So I do think I'm my first film novel approach to dating. I intended to just write that for someone else to make it, but it was very specific um, 
my sense of humor. It was very, uh, and a director friend of mine was like, I, I can't, I don't know how to direct this. So he said, you should direct it. And so, I, so I, I feel like I sort of fell into the directing more than um, I was a natural director. And that film is up online too. And I always say anyone who loves the English language, it's a great film to, to check out. Yeah, the, 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 the premise of it is it's a speed dating setup, but they're all uh, literary terms. So for example, I was dating an infinitive, but then he split. And jokes <laughs> like that, it's all verbal jokes. And right. people hate, some people hate it, yeah. but if you get it, you really get it. And yeah. Stephen, what got you into the, the movies industry? I suppose I, I actually started out um, as a journalist. Again, like I'm writing a lot and writing, um, I used to do some writing for the Immokilly people down in East Cork and that. But I moved to the States and I just kind of fell into filmmaking and right. I kind of got my degree in that over there and just came back to Cork and myself and Emmett and a few others were just making a lot of films together and after a few years we said you know what let's just make a go with this and turn it into a business and and see where it takes us and so as a business where has it taken you like and having <laughs> research under your belt is a tremendous thing to have on your portfolio oh yeah basically um deep red has been together now a few years oh, three about three years but it just it just keeps going and we keep getting new uh up, like opportunities like music videos we also did you know the actor patrick bergen we did uh, visuals for a play, like a musical he was in. So that was interesting because it wasn't, we filmed stuff for it, but it wasn't strictly for a film. It was the background visuals of a musical. So it's just the opportunity that gives you weird kind of unique. Yeah, weird, strange. Like Phil, who's our cameraman, is actually, for one of our clients, runs a sports website. So Phil is actually going to New York in April to cover WrestleMania. Okay. As a ca- the cameraman. As a cameraman. And like that's an interesting thing that we wouldn't have, when we were setting out the business, we wouldn't have assumed that's like something we'd be involved in. No, that wasn't in the business plan. Yeah, <laughs> but, but, but we kind of relish any sort of new challenges and new opportunities. Like, cause we, we love all, like, well, I'm not really into sports, all yeah. <laughs> but we love all kind of um, avenues of this sort of stuff, like doing visuals, doing um, music videos, corporate videos, whatever we can. But I have to admit, it's the short films that... I love. They, they they kind of scratch the creative bit. Yeah. Tell us a little about Take Me to Church and what was involved in that. Um, Take Me to Church was a it was a project. Um, the musician uh, Hosier came to um, a director in Cork called Brendan Canty, who I'd worked with. I was a I have a writing partner with him, and um, him and his uh, his partner Colonel Thompson as well. Yeah. And basically, they asked me for a, a kind of a, an idea for the video, so they gave me the song, and I, I wrote a treatment, and the treatment was based on small-town prejudices, and the original concept was uh, a father and a daughter, and a father writes, like, a, a new book or a new sort of, like, doctrine, as it were, and the town, the townspeople freak out, they grab them, they throw it into the fire, it's, it's prejudice. But then we were talking to Hosier about it, and Hosier said he wanted to do something a bit more contemporary. So the three of us um, reconfigured the video to be about what was happening in Russia at the time, which was the oppression and suppression of homosexuality. So we shot it over four days in the Cork locations. Um, Hosier is actually in the video. He makes a small cameo. He's mm-hmm. uh, when, when the thugs are approaching the house, he's the incredibly tall thug in the background. And uh, actually, I'm in it, and, and our other producer, Adam McCarthy, who produced it with me, were both in it as well as, as some of those thugs. And uh, the actors, Emma Revig and Dan Collin, were incredible. And it was just, it was a really, we, ne- we didn't, we knew it was a good video, but we couldn't have predicted um, where it would go. It just really took off the, the day we launched it. Like it was crazy to see, like Stephen Fry retweeted yeah. it, and it got an MTV nomination. Mm-hmm. And Hosier then, like very nice man, but 
two videos late, later, he was working with, like, Natalie Dormer. And we were like, this man is out of our orbit now. <laughs> yeah. But a um, yeah. very nice man and a very positive um, experience working with him. So are either of you coming over for the festival in Toronto? Oh, I'd love to. <laughs> we would absolutely love to. Um, it's been uh, five years since I was in Toronto because yeah. my, my brother used to live there. But uh, alas, we were... Our business isn't going that well. <laughs> to, to, to be able to take the time um, Yeah, I was in Toronto last April, actually, for a week. Because um, I have a lot of friends, having lived in Fort Erie, I have a lot of friends in that area still. And uh, my goddaughter lives over there. So, But I'd absolutely love if we could come over. Yeah. It's just um, our schedule at the minute for we're March, actually, especially, is quite busy. Yeah, we're doing um, about three short films. We're doing three short films, I think, in March. Yeah. Um, we're in the process of doing our own film festival as well, which yeah. is another thing we've taken on, which is probably mad, but uh, we did anyway. Last year, last September, we started a horror film festival called Spook Screen, and we got in over 200 short film submissions, and we showed 60 of them, and we showed features as well. So we're prepping that for this September as well, and it's kind of been actually eye-opening to us. For years, we've been submitting to festivals, and now we have the other side where we, we're judges, and we understand the the harsh decisions that can be made um, <laughs> yeah. and that side of things. Um, so we're prepping that as well. We're trying to get guests. It's going well. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's lucky for us, I suppose, that we get to do what we want every day and we're kind of really busy, like I said, in March. And it's great then as well when you can work with your friends every day and you're doing something different every day and it's creative. It's 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 great life. Yeah. <laughs> like, like we, we try to, like, uh, balance the stuff we want to do and then the jobs that we get as well, like the kind of one for them, one for us kind of uh, model, I guess. The film industry generally seems to be very much alive and well in Ireland. Yeah, it really is. I mean, there's some great films like um, Young Offenders, which is filmed in Cork, yep. really took off. Yep. And I mean, the BBC took it on as a TV show. Um, Shane Casey is one for Cork actor. The last episode of that, he's just gone to another level now again because of that. And, like that. and also, I've noticed as well that um, people who like like my brother lives in Scotland at the moment, and he loves seeing Cork <laughs> on the on the screen. And, like, I imagine there's a lot of people who are who travelled away who just find it comforting to see us as well. Yeah. And you have things as well then, I suppose, that like Love Hate, the TV show that RT did, mm-hmm. and um, Tom Von Lawler obviously going on to be in the Avengers movie, yeah. and Cardboard Gangsters, which has done so well, well as a film. The, the, the actor John Connor there being great in it, and also you have something like Star Wars even, mm-hmm. um, the you know Skellig Michael being used. For Luke Skywalker's planet, like there is a kind of a, a there's a buzz, and in Cork as well, there's a lot going on. We share an office with another production company, Epic, and it's just there's, there's a lot going on. Yeah, and I suppose you've Troy Studios opened up in Limerick now as well, right? So uh, there's there's an awful lot going on. Actually, and I suppose Vikings, Game of Thrones, but even like the fact that there's a, that there's enough to sustain a Toronto Irish Film Festival is very kind of heartening to see. Like the fact that, that, that there's enough output coming your way, kind of. Yeah. You know. Vancouver, Toronto, Ottawa, Montreal, all have Irish Film Festival. That's it's great. It's, it's wonderful. It is wonderful. And I think it's, it's kind of a, I know that the unique Irish thing that we've travelled all over the world, but you don't really see that uh, for other countries everywhere. No, yeah, it's very unique, actually. You, know, you know, I don't know if there's, you know, like we do have a French Film Festival in Cork and a little Japanese thing as well, but they're not they're not at the same like scale, I right, suppose. Yeah. Right. And a great thing it was from even mainstream perspective, the number of Irish movies that are listed for mainstream theatre is phenomenal. Oh yeah. 
I do think, like, in recent, like, uh, going back a little bit, a few years ago, something like once, a small Irish film that yep. just totally landed. Like, I remember Spielberg saying it restored his face in the film. Mm-hmm. I'm like, it's like Spielberg? Like, <laughs> it's, it's crazy. Um, yeah, I think there's always been sort of a plucky kind of underdog quality that travels well, I think. Yeah. And as well, I think it's kind of... Um, it seems every year an Irish short film or animation is nominated for an Oscar. Yeah. Indeed. You know, um, was it two years ago... Um, uh, no, was that a stutterer? It was the one stutterer, of the best winner. short film. Breadwinner did well and Song of the Sea. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Even late, late in the afternoon this time around. Yeah, late in the afternoon this time around, which is nominated for an Oscar. Yeah, yeah. And um, so it's, it's amazing the amount of output that's coming out of Ireland at the minute. And what we find, especially in Cork, is it's a very collaborative thing. There's no, like, production companies aren't up against each other, they're there to help each other out. Right, right, um, right. So we share an office with another production company, which is great. We can bounce ideas off them. We can share equipment if we need it. Yeah. And other people have often got in touch with us saying, "Look, can we use your camera? Can we use your sound gear?" Even um, even we just got a or we just got a music video job that was sent to us by a friend of ours from another company that they, they just couldn't do it, so the job came our way. It's a NASA thing. Yeah. So it's it's that it's it's a really nice friendly atmosphere amongst the the production companies in Cork as well, which is really great to see. There's no trying to stab each other in the back or anything. It's all about well, camping uh, each other. That we know of. I guess. That we know of. Well, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe they're incredibly good at doing it that we don't know. No, it's definitely nicer than uh, it could be. Yeah. <laughs> we should wrap it up there, guys. <laughs> it's been a real pleasure talking to you. Uh, Emerson and Stephen, thanks a million for taking the time. And again, we, what we need to do is say that Almost Home, it premieres Sunday, March 3rd, and it's as part of the Irish Arts Programme at 2pm, and that's at the Bell Lightbox, uh, which is the TIFF Centre in Toronto. If you want to get more details, it's toirishfilmfest.com is for the film festival. You guys have your website? Deepbread.ie. You can find us Deepbread Productions on Facebook or Twitter. Instagram, whatever else people have online. We, yeah, all, we have the, all the coverage. <laughs> Indeed. Stephen and Emma, thanks a million. Thank, thank you, you so thank much. You, Austin, thank you.